Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nooner Pod, Smodco Internet Radio Network Network. I'm John Sylvania. I'm your host. I'm joined by two other people. Hi, John. Who are they? Who's Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Can I say something? We did. Yeah, we said hello. So we don't have. Oh, I heard you. Did you have you don't have any we're just starting. We're not doing because Marty is off John's internet is about, um, gone, again. right? He just takes vacations all the time. John, oh. you're gonna need to install another hundred hours of AOL. Your internet is cutting in and out. Take the fuzzy filter off. Oh fuck. John, are you dialing the fu- in? The fuzzy are you, are you, do you have dial up? Do you have dial up you, internet? You can Hold on, just uh, choose a virtual background. None. Okay, now you can see my messy house and uh, let the let start making fun of me. Can you hear me now? No. Setup is being apart. No help. It's crazy because we talked for about fifteen minutes prior to this, and your internet was fine. I think it's because I started recording. John? Oh, that makes sense. It's just the internet hates me. Oh, yeah. okay. What? Nothing. What? Yes. What? John, are you in a different you one of your kill rooms? <laughs> no, no. It's still the same messy room. Where? Room. What? Room, room, room. So but today, but- today we're going to have a very special shorter episode. That we're just going to start out directly making fun of me. Is this not going to work? It's working can you fine. Hear me? I can hear you fine, John. Dial in from one of your it other is? fake email addresses. Okay. <laughs> John Sylvain at John Sylvain dot Sylvain. That's not how. Oh, you mean Sylvain John at OnlyYesDaddy.com. Oh, that do you, have, do, you have, do you have malware in your computer, John? Can I send you some? Malware or malware? Or ma- malware? Malware? Is it malware or malware? What, how do you pronounce it? Feels like it would be malware because it's mail. Are you talking about, can you send me some mail? Mail. Are you going to send me some mail? I don't malware. have any mail on this computer. I have it on this other computer. It, is it like, I'm is it the word? surrounded by computers and none of them work. Oh my God, John. What, why? How do you exist in this, this time we're in? And how do you teach classes? I don't know. <laughs> it's not going well. No. I think I think this. I mean, no, really, the last couple of weeks have been a fucking nightmare. Because of poor this? students are like, uh, you have to call in on your cell phone to to this meeting that you're hosting. But yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it, but I'm using a different computer. Am I am I stuttering? Yes. Yeah. But, I don't know if it's the internet or whatever afflicts you. Do you want to I start have a over? Completely new. I have a completely new setup. 
I have a, this is a new computer with a new microphone and it's not working. I've got the same problem. Like what could possibly be the problem? Like my internet connection, it just hates zoom. Move the antenna on your headphones a little bit over. If you can feel that, maybe put some tinfoil on top of it. It might work. John, if I was like directing you, I'd be like, yeah. uh, let's lose the headphone antenna. <laughs> it's too much. No one's going to believe that anyone. <laughs> I swear to God, it's true. I, it might be, but it's too much. It's too much. I, it's distracting. No one's going to believe it. John, your headphone has an antenna. Oh, no, that's a microphone. It's a it's microphone. microphone. Ooh, so I'm using, small and slick. I'm using this microphone. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Uh, so wait a minute. I don't know. People get a college a credit from this class from you talking in this manner? Sorry. Yeah. My, nope, nothing. Uh, my partner just found my keys and I've been looking for it for three days. <laughs> No, we're not starting over. This is it. This is the show. This is uh, 2019 or whatever year it is. It's 2021. 2021. This is how life is. John, uh, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. I can He's hear you. Around. He didn't give me a thumbs up. He can hear the keys. Looking at this other computer. <laughs> where is it? I'm, I'm, I can so hear high. you. I can hear you guys fine. John, where? <laughs> I, what's happening? I find you. Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> a, Fuck you. What, what, what? <laughs> the most insulting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I've never seen anyone who has more of those legal box things made out of cardboard that you fold they're up. They're not mine. I know, but Who's they're are all, they? They're my mother-in-law's who beats the dogs. <gasps> oh, yeah. Tell that story you told before we started. Oh, uh, we I just had a fight with her because she wants to beat the dog. And uh, she says, you shove the dog so I should be able to hit him, hit her. And I said, I don't want to even talk about that. Okay, no, John. <laughs> Whoa, now there's two John <laughs> this is But this one identifies as he, him. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh, no. no. Okay, now this is, I got to take a screenshot. Yes, screenshot it. Because one of the Johns is on a delay. <laughs> it looks like they're two different people. John, say, say something. I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, you're putting a lot of pressure on. Is that better? There's only one yeah. piece of audio, but there is two angles of you yeah. for some reason. Oh I like God. it. I like I, it, too. I like looking at myself a lot. I'm really a vain guy. I don't know why. That's I'm going to unmute myself over here. Over so here, so it'll, it'll, it'll sound, sound twice, twice as... as it, no. Help! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's when you laugh that it kind of, like, fucks you up the most. Because it just... <laughs> it's like a fever dream of, like, you laughing at your own joke twice. <laughs> Yeah, the angles are just off, so it looks like different versions of you, uh-huh. different and times, and the timing's off. It's so fucked up. Your your it outfit really looks is. different. Like one camera's clearly better than the other. John, you should teach the class like this. Absolutely, oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but since they don't 
it's like the seventh class, so they they're not paying attention. So they didn't uh, freak out like you do. I mean, but I can hear myself after I speak. So it's causing me. Why don't you take your headphones off? Dissonance. Oh, you wouldn't be able to hear us. It's a good. Now I can't hear you. Oh, it's so much better. I can't mm. hear you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, talk, Steve. This is Hi, this John. Is come true. Hi, John. How are your you? Your hair looks good. Yeah, your hair looks very nice. I don't know what you say. Okay. Nope. Nothing. It's so. This is so bizarre. I can't believe. Well, John, why don't you hang up one of the calls? No. Leave. You're. Oh, there you go. You okay. hung up the good one. <laughs> Why'd you hang up the good one? You're muted now on this one because it was the bad one. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's just laughing silently. He's not muted anymore, but he's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Is this still terrible? Should I go to the other one? Yes. All right. I can't Bye. believe that we're gonna. This is gonna be the first eight minutes of the podcast. I love it. Oh, wait, he's got now. He's now. What we're are we looking, looking at? His laptop. Like he folded the laptop down. Is he changing? I I feel like he's like a time traveler from maybe like the fifties, and he just came here to this time and is unclear as to how all of this tech works or something he definitely didn't understand his mission before leaving yeah it was he was hurried oh there you go hi what's what's the other one doing there you are okay but what you can leave the other one you can leave oh i thought i did i thought we just shut up is that just you just close the laptop yeah i just closed the laptop <laughs> so one of the cameras is just looking at the inside of your closed laptop. It was. It was. Yeah. It's like Schrodinger's laptop. Sure. <laughs> sure. It sure. never turns off, but it's, it's not on. Fancy microphone I got. <laughs> Working good. A giant black dildo. Ah, <laughs> oh, John. Oh. It does. Oh, I'm sitting over there. John. This is cr- are you sure we don't want to start over? No, no, this is the way. This, oh, this is comedy gold. This, this is the way. This is, you know, people really will want to get a, a look behind the curtain. They get a look behind the curtain every single okay, show. Okay, John. So you, you've got a very fancy microphone in front of your mouth. You've also got a headset with a gamer's mic. Yeah. But yet it sounds like I'm listening to your laptop computer <laughs> mic. We get yeah. IT over here. <laughs> There's three mics in play right now, and we are definitely getting We're, the worst one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're getting the worst one. You're getting the one that I want. That I want to use. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. History of film 101. Uh, the Lumiere brothers were. On the I, I actually, no, 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 no. Here's here's the topic. The topic uh, for today. Uh, the first topic. IATSE. Yeah. Which is the. I had it written down. The International uh, Association. The, the Greek God of uh, Snacking during production. Mm. Yeah. So they just uh, authorized, not, they had a vote, and 98% were in favor of striking. Cool. And now the producers are now um, negotiating. So w- for, for people who don't know, have any idea what we're talking about, could somebody explain, first of all, what IATSE is? 
and why they, they would be striking? Uh, IATSE is a union. It's a pretty big umbrella union. Um, I'm waiting for Mazda to come around the corner. He loves to talk about the strike. Um, yeah. It's uh, they. It's the camera operators, the set uh, decorators, the art department. This is lighting. This is your hair and makeup people. This is your script supervisor. This is pretty much editors too. Like kinda, yeah. Seventy-five yeah, like percent of people who go into making a project uh, are covered under this union and they want to go on strike because, well, negotiations came up and for a long time, it's just been like the norm to work a shit ton of hours and be abused kind of, and um, just sort of get money thrown at you for overtime. And then that's what it is. And now all these people after COVID, they've had time to realize that they were killing themselves and they were thinking, well, once we get back, it'll be better post COVID. It has to be. Well, it's been worse. Yeah. And so there was something like the average lifespan of like an IATSE member is like in their mid fifties because so many of them die early from things like crashing their car on their way home because they're too tired or they just abuse their bodies because they're working 16 hour days for 12 years of their lives and they barely know their families and all this like really fucked up stuff that I don't like a lot of people don't really know about that goes into making films and they are paid and they're paid decent. Some of them, not all, not all of them. A lot of them like PAs and stuff are making minimum wage that would make less if they could, but um, yeah, they want to, they want to go on strike because they want to be able to have lives. Yeah. yeah. And I think what like exacerbated it was COVID and uh, a couple of friends of mine are in IATSE and worked on movies and a huge portion of, of budgets were for uh, COVID protocols. Yeah. When yeah. we started, when they started making movies and television again, I mean, like thirty percent of the budget went to people testing, people walking around, cleaning before and after. And I think a lot of crew people realized, oh, so there's money. You know, producers are all, the game is always like we don't have any money, so yeah. we have the money you know, to do an extra week yeah, of filming. So exactly. We- so we're gonna we're gonna shoot. You know, we're gonna do a night shoot, and then you have six hour turnaround, and we're gonna do a day shoot. And people don't, you know, they're they're sort of being taken advantage of. Well, show business is changing, and maybe that's true. But then, you know, COVID happens, and there's plenty of money for that because you could get sued. People get sick on your set, and there's uh, OSHA rules. So I think they were kind of like, oh. So there's money to have normal work days mm-hmm. and the right amount of weeks to shoot something. And a friend of mine worked on uh, a movie made by a, a computer uh, company that uh, has a fruit as its uh, logo. Oh, the yeah. One. The orange company. Uh, bananas. And yeah, bananas. Um, the movie Banana was bu- budgeted $200 million. Like it was, it's like a very expensive movie. And they, you know, ran out of production runway, meaning uh, we got to, you know, we're going to pay a little overtime and do this, or we're going to not give you enough turnaround. And this is, so the money is not going to what they're called as like below the line. Those are the people that actually make the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money's going to above the line, which are the 37 producers you see on a movie crawl who do absolutely nothing. 
uh, or, you know. And the actors and the directors. Yeah. And the actors and directors. And that's. Well, the, the, the stars, the, the uh, yeah. most of the actors are below the line, actually. Yeah. So they've had it. And I guess it's like a negotiating tactic. Like, let's take a vote and, hey, we're going to strike. Like, yeah. fuck it. Well, the first time that they went with their, like, you know, what they wanted when it came to contract negotiations, they got a big fat no, no on everything, which is why they were like, oh, I guess we need to authorize a strike then. Yeah. And so they've been negotiating today and yeah, at any given moment they could um, say, all right, well, fuck you. We're going on strike. And uh, about 10 years ago, there was an agreement with the um, internet streaming um, that uh, because internet streaming uh, production was just starting and it was very generous to allow that to develop. The union said, okay, we'll make different little special rules for this little internet streaming thing that's happening. Oh, new media. Yeah, new media. And now, of course, it's that's only, the only media. And, and when, have- when John says generous, it means like, we understand that you're a new media, so you don't have a lot. We understand, Netflix, that you don't have a lot of money to pay the crew on Orange is the New Black. It's your first yeah. TV show you've ever made. So we will, you know, we'll that's work on your show. Huh? We'll cut you a deal. Yeah. Well, we'll, we want to keep everybody working, et cetera. Yeah. And now they're still getting the same deals to this day where, you know, banana, banana TV and uh, Netflix all fucking say it. And all these, (laughs) all these new media companies are pretty much fucking over everyone involved. I think that, I mean, I know that the SAG negotiations had to do with new media contracts also. Yeah. And pretty much any union negotiations are going to have to be approaching that because. Yeah. Yeah, It was funny. Go ahead. It was funny because I'm putting together like a budget for a a scripted podcast. And so I was looking at SAG and that's under the new media. And if you keep it under a certain budget, like the minimums are nothing. And like podcasts are huge now and everyone's doing them. And what you don't know when you're listening to one is people voicing them aren't making any money. Like it's, you, you still make money doing a spot on a network show. Like that's yeah. still where you can, uh, or, or commercial. That's what Sir Martin, you did for 10 years. Well, yeah. not all commercials. A lot of commercials have bad contracts too. Yes. So that probably like 70 to 80% of the commercials that you see on TV. It's a buyout. They're yeah. They're non-union contracts. So you could see the same little Caesars commercial every single sports game that you watch and that actor uh, who's married to my friend um, only got like two grand and his face is on TV about 70 to 80 times a day all over the country. And that used to not be a thing. You used to get residuals and a a commercial like that would give an actor about 60 to $70,000. Yeah. Which is great because it's not easy to book shit. So that 60 to $70,000 possibly have to last them the entire year or longer yeah Yeah. i mean like what people don't understand is you go on 500 auditions and you book one you know you don't you don't so sixty thousand dollars sounds like a lot of money to some people but when you don't book as many jobs as you go out for that's got to last you yeah for a while so it's sixty thousand dollars for two days of work that uh, took you four years to 
get sometimes for 10, 10 years to get going right. on, you know, 200 interviews a year. Yeah. If right. you're lucky. Yeah. And then the other thing, I, I, I just got to clarify this for those people who don't know anything about production. We say long hours. What that means is, um, you know, they, they work long hours and they get uh, overtime when they get into, um, you know, past 12 hours, past eight hours or actually past 10 hours and past 12 hours. Um, so that's nice. So they get overtime. But here's the deal. This is the way it works. You go to work on Monday at four o'clock in the morning. And then you work for uh, 14 hours, so you get off at, uh, at 6. And then you come back the next day at 6 o'clock in the morning because you get have to have 12 hours off. Actually, you don't have to have 12 hours off. The, uh, the actors yes. negotiated that. So everybody comes back, you know, actually not 12 hours later, but 11 hours later to get ready for the actors. And then that, that continues through the week until by Friday, you're getting to work at 6 p.m., and you're working until six or seven in the morning. And then on Saturday, if you're not local, you're, you're working Saturday and you have a day off, which ends up being, you know, starting Sunday morning at nine o'clock in the morning when you're wrapped and ending the, you know, following Exciting morning at three o'clock in the morning. So with that kind of schedule, you pretty quickly get out of any kind of circadian rhythm. And it's, so it's not surprising that every year, people die on the freeway going home because they're just completely exhausted. Yeah. yeah so the same, the same guy that worked on the banana movie uh, that was $200 million uh, was saying that they would often not feed the crew and just take the meal penalty. And, oh my God. But yeah, they're they just skip like lunches now. They skip. Yeah. So what you have to do on a shoot is feed people every X number of hours, or you get hit with a, an IATSE negotiated penalty but they're just like great well we'll keep we'll keep blasting through because we got our 20 million dollar actor and our 30 million dollar producer like everyone's here so let's just not feed anyone and just batan march death march them you know until they're you know we get the shot or get the scene like it's just kind of crazy and in covid um when you skip a, a lunch break and also you can't remove your mask all day, then if you do somehow find yourself with even the time to go to the bathroom, much less to run by the craft services table and grab a bag, a bag of cookies, you need to then find a space where you are allowed to pull your mask down to even eat. So, or have coffee or do anything you need to do. And let's say you're sick or you're pregnant or whatever, um, don't quit your job or don't even take a day off because you'll get replaced. And the whole reasoning, if you're thinking, why would anyone do this is because it's conditioning and it's gaslighting and it's kind of control because the other side of it is, well, you wanted to work in show business, didn't you? You're right. like, you're you're living your dream or like you're doing the grunt work so that you can make your way up yeah. to these $30 million producer jobs, but you have to put in your dues or pay your dues. And it's like, it's, I don't know a lot of be below the line people that made it to that producer level, like Laura, Laura Schuller Donner. Yeah. Uh, was one of the first women in the camera department. And she's like a mega producer now, <laughs> but it's pretty rare. Like you might become, like a key grip, you might be the king of the grips. You know, you know where all the 
the gels are kept in the truck, but you're, you're, they're not like, Hmm, give me that guy there. He's looks like he's got some moxie. You, you're an executive producer. Like those people are from another world. So when they get, where they get, uh, burned out and they never make it. I mean, yeah, you have the producers who are used to be PAs or things like that, but you could also get burned out and, or have to go home because you're working 14 hour days as a PA and making minimum wage, which you don't make enough money, no matter how much overtime they give you, you don't make enough money. The best below the line job in show business is a sitcom. It's like, normal hours uh it's the worst job as a writer it's like you're there till three in the morning i mean boohoo it's like you know you're making fucking crazy money um but it's like a nine to five job except for shoot day which goes late but and for actors it is just monday's a table read tuesday's a little blocking maybe some pre-shoots on wednesday thursday's you know last looks and then friday you shoot it like it is a 20-hour week that's, that's, the, a, that's a multicam. I would, isn't it more? I mean, I yeah. feel like TV in general, the hours are long ish, but like if you get on a network TV show, but uh, an hour, an, an hour long, it was, it was like, remember Kevin Bacon a few years, like ago lost all his money in the Bernie Madoff thing. And he had to like start working all the time. <laughs> and, and he was on like a Fox show where he plays like a guy who hunts serial killers. And the entire show was at night, which means Kevin Bacon had to go to the set at 6 p.m. when the sun's starting to go down and be there till the sun came up. And yeah. an hour long is usually like an eight-day shoot. So that's like, I'm like, Kevin Bacon is a superstar and he's got to go work nights. There's it's all there's no day stuff. So it's like, and it's all exteriors, and, you know, chasing serial killers. And that crew has to work nights, eight days in a row. And, you know, you don't quit those jobs because then you get a, you know, oh, that guy quits jobs. Don't hire No, you can't, you can't ever quit a job in the entertainment industry because it's not very big. Uh, but, it, you know, it's, it, so they're fighting for, they're striking for living conditions, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who want to work in the entertainment industry who are young so they can, they can sort of take advantage of that. But it's, they, they got to have skilled people. In all those, I mean, these, these all, all, almost all these positions take, um, you know, some training and skill and you have to know what you're doing. You don't want to be screwing it up. You don't want to have some people who don't have any idea how to set up a, a light stand, setting up a light stand, because that shit will fall over and kill somebody. Yeah. All right. So, so that's, that's explained. That's uh that's uh, IATSE explained. And hopefully, you know, because the DGA and WGA and everybody's, uh, behind this uh and uh hopefully it'll it'll make some some changes i just wish that sag would grow a set nope sag hasn't backed it well i'm sure they they i haven't seen that they backed it no but I think they that probably they signed like some like every every union was like hey us too we love you yeah and i mean no. there's actors who have come out um you know like to support it like specific actors, it is kind of one of those things though, where like there are people, actors and producers who have been like, Hey, like solidarity with IA. And um, then other people who have worked on shows with those people being like, I think it's funny that you of all people are coming out. But I mean, there's a really great Instagram. It's called at 
underscore or no, it's at IA underscore stories. And uh, yeah, if you ever just want to like have a really sad, uh, you know, few minutes while you're pooping on the toilet, looking at Instagram, there's a lot of stories to read. Those are some of my favorite moments in life. I don't want to ruin them. Pooping on the toilet. Yeah. John, you don't look at your phone when you poop. No, man. You look at, I just, what do you do? I just focus. I look inward. (laughs) Your mantra. I look inward and think about what I'm doing. Here it comes. Here it comes. Mindfulness. (laughs) You are called extra meditation. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Good. No, I haven't pooped without my phone in like five years. Like I don't, I, I, I wouldn't know what to do. What do you look at? I have a moment of panic when I find myself in there without it. Unless it's like first thing in the morning, but even still, I'm like, what have I done? What, what? Should I get up? Should I stop and go get up and walk and get my phone? I mean, could you slide the phone underneath the, the bathroom door? I got to check Insta. Baby, you bring me my phone, please. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you get to the point where you can't actually do a movement without the phone there. Well, well I'm, I'm, I'm not just, there yet. I don't know how long it's going to take. I am. I was lying about extra meditation. I, I, I do, I do get up in the, so like I'm up early in the morning because I have to use the bathroom and I use Robin Hood. Like I do micro stock trades while I'm pooping. Like I've sometimes made like a dime in like, okay, I'm gonna sell that real quick. And then I'm gonna buy one of those and sell that real quick. And I'm like, oh my God, I made like 10 cents. And then I take it. It's like, I'm trying to earn money. It's passive income. Can we talk about this a little bit more? The pooping stuff, not passive income. I, I don't know her, um, but so I, I live with Mazda now, which is great. Mazel tov, um, huh? Mazel, Mazel tov, Mazda tov, Mazda tov, Mazda tov. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, you know, been a while, but um, <laughs> it's fine. we weren't paying attention. Yeah. We've got one bathroom here and yeah. like he owns this bitch, you know? Yeah. So it's not a simple thing of like, hey, you know, we're living together and you think we should rent a bigger place? It's like, no, like if we were to move, like I would have to contribute in ways no, that no, I can't. No, 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 no. And like, I would, I mean, he'd have to pay capital gains tax. Like it's, this is not. Oh, it's a recent purchase. He bought it in COVID like July. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think yeah, he had two years. two years. Yeah. Okay. So look at you having big girl talks with you, with your man friend, you know, about the two year. Oh, look at that. So adorable. Can't I got I to gotta know what he has. Um, Can I see some income <laughs> statements? Mm-hmm. Let me just do a quick audit. What what's are we dealing H- with? Here? What's the HOA here? <laughs> um, so it's fine when he has, you know, he's not, he's not an IATSE. He's his, for some reason, locations are not IATSE. They're Teamsters. Um, so he's gotten that mob, that mob union, which is great. Um, but he still has to wake up locations. People are the first people there. So he has to wake up at like 5am usually on this show that he's on right now. So when he's on, he's gone by six, no problem. But when he doesn't leave Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he wakes up around seven, when I have to wake up, Mm -hmm. we're having a real problem. Mm. You know, like I don't wake up and need to poop immediately, but it is going to happen within the hour. And I just feel like on the one hand, it's like he went in there and I know he's going to be in there for a long time. and He's going to sh- poop and shower and do everything that he needs to do. 
and like then go off and make a you know twice two three times more than I do but like I need in there so what do I do <sighs> that's a real tough one that's a real pickle and I, I mean I, it's, it's a dance it's a dance that I didn't didn't you weren't prepared for no this is one of those hard conversations that you have to have when we start a relationship. No, no, no. This is, but this is good because you, you know you're going to marry this guy and you're going to yeah. be with him for a long time. And I got to block it out in here. But you got to figure out like these are the things that in your vows you're not going to be like. And I will get up at six thirty and take a deuce, yeah, so that you may have the toilet and have lady time to. Whatever. We had that in our vows. Oh, did you? Did yeah. you? Oh yeah. yeah. Has it and it stuck. Uh, no, no. Everything, everything she promised is is gone. Oh no! That's why we, that's why, but that's why we have such a great relationship because I. It, it evolves. It evolves. There, there's like, there's benchmarks in a relationship. Like the first time you pee in front of someone, you're like, oh, we're a couple. Yep. And and that's as far as you want to go. So, like you don't absolutely. Ever, unless that's a fetish, that's a thing that gets him off. You don't want to do number two in front of your your number one. So, no. I think as someone who is blessed with, I, I barriers, think you can do it after twenty years. Just uh, just for the record. Well, John, I mean, you're wearing a diaper when you do it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> these are the conversations that you're going to have when the the sparkle has worn off of like we're married and we're happy and we have a house. It's like. Okay, here's the deal. I need you to get up earlier and learn to take a shit. I don't know, smoke a cigarette or take an enema or like we got to figure out like a rhythm because I'm a lady and I got, you know, that's my zone in there. Like the bathroom for me is utilitarian. Like I wake up at seven in the morning and I immediately have to go to the bathroom and I'm in and out in under a minute. And for her, she's got to like be in the mood. And there's, you know, she puts music on and there's candles and there's weeping. And, you know, it's like a whole, it's like a fucking aria, you know, it's like an opera in there. But I, I like, I, and it's almost like hey, I she has to be in the mood to take a dump. There you say. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> that part I understood. Oh, okay, yeah. there's stuff I haven't got there yet, but the right. mood yeah. thing absolutely yeah. is true. So she's, yeah, she's a, a, a mood person. It's got to strike her. And for me, it's just like, it's a raging emergency from the second my eyeballs open and go, go time. So I'm very lucky in that respect, but I think you guys got to like find a fun way to, to talk about it. And then like, Hey, let's, let's play a game for a week. And we'll have like a little board where like, I get it from this hours and you get it from that hours, you know, just like make it fun and playful because this is the beginning of a long line of like, you know, that thing you fucking do. Yeah. Really fucking bothers me. (laughs) That's what life is. So this is, this is a great like benchmark and great, like, okay, cool. We're going to, we're going to figure this one out. Very simple. Not a huge problem, but you have one shitter, two people like, let make it a game, make it fun during COVID in the beginning of it. I would write something down on a piece of paper and I'd put it on the refrigerator and like, just don't do this today because it fucking bothers me. And she would do the same. And we'd have just one little thing. And we made a little game out of it. And it was genius. So gamify it. That's what I say. What, what say you, John? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> you can shit fastest. So, time each other? Yeah. 
Yeah, so you, you have a little race. I'll have to pitch it to him beforehand because I feel like if he was to come out after and he's and I showed him a timer, he would take it as an attack. He would be like, they, I, I think, know I think you think the, it's no, I, I I think it'd be entertaining though if you did it that way first. No, you're <laughs> right. No, bring it up, bring you know, but I you know the thing is is that almost everybody no, I, I certainly spend more time on the shitter because of my phone than I actually need to. You well, know, and I think I am usually sending him a text message being like, honey, it's the ETA, baby. It's my, it's my turn. Yeah. Like, and I know he sees it. Yeah. You, but it doesn't, it doesn't happen. Next? He doesn't, he doesn't get right out. He'll, I mean, I don't know whether it speeds him up or not. It's, it's really tough to say. Uh, it's, it's so, I don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, you know, uh, headpans. No, no, John. It's like, hey, I'll try some things to maybe speed me up and maybe you try some things like, you know, as long as you're participating in it. Yeah, I I think the move is to like him do it after I'm all the way done and like on the Peloton. And then that's a good time for him. But like you you can throw money at the problem in hours, you know, like you're fine. Like you're fine. Just hold it. It'll make it come out easier. I, I've left my dog in the house for 12 hours. She didn't shit. Like a, like a creature, a mammal can hold it in. So to say like, hey, can I get it? Can I get first crack at the shitter? All right. Huh? I'll do it. I'll check do it. In. We'll check it next week. Thank you. I got to wake up a little bit earlier, but I'll, I'll do it. Because he's, you know, he's in rap next week. So, or this oh. week. I don't know when the fuck he's in rap. But when he's in rap is, is when this is going to be tested, which is why it's on my mind. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Unless they go on strike, in which case, it's shit o'clock. <laughs> it's shit o'clock all day here. All day long. Because <laughs> I still got to work. <laughs> That's what I like. My biggest takeaway from COVID and the, the the staying at home is I can shit like four times a day. I I just don't shit out in the world, and so I take care of it. At home, and then I, I thought you only could do do it once, and then you had to take a shower. There was some, there's some. Yeah, I, I still have to take a shower. It's a. Well, you can do thing. it four you have times. To clean the toilet after every time. Oh, one hundred percent. There's like, but, but then I go off to work, and I will not go to the bathroom at work. I'm not. I just can't. Right. I literally, I literally have to go home. So I'm off for hours. But now that I'm home all day long, I'm like, oh, I can go again. So I, I think I've increased my, my colon health. Or decreased it. I don't know. It's I feel like men are the only people with that problem. Like, I guess I've heard of women being like, oh, I don't, I prefer to shit at home just because, like, you know, the bathrooms are cleaner. But other than that, like, like men are the ones who genuinely, like, I do not go shit really? in public. I really? The only man I've ever met in my whole life who only shits at home is Steve Kruger. Really? I feel yeah, like I, I know a couple, frequently. I know a couple of women who I, live with who i'm not married to just one actually who will not shit out in the world does she tell you that or you just think she's at home shitting all the time so she couldn't possibly be shitting anywhere else that's part it's a whole bunch of whole bunch of assumptions have you finished your bathroom yet speaking of the second bathroom oh yeah ish i mean the bathroom door isn't still done yet but that's how you know she's shitting. everything else is yeah exactly I can look in there, say, see who's there. It's convenient. 
Oh, look, someone's in there taking a shit. I won't go. I won't. I don't even have to knock because the window. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I think I think that the finishing that bathroom will be a sign of the apocalypse. When that bathroom is done and Jesus will come back. How long has it been? Uh, it's been 2000 years now. <laughs> 2020. Yeah. No, 2000 years. See, this is the thing. I'm here working my ass off. Yeah. And I got one bathroom. And you're just squandering a second one? Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's it's a crime. It's a crime against humanity. Okay. Yeah. So speaking right. of crimes against humanity, um, well, I'll just jump to the bad stuff. So um, the uh, it's pretty clear that, well, let's just say that, you know, in, in like two years, that there's going to be a, another wave of some pandemic and all of the wars two? are going to get worse. Yeah. So you have two years before that happens, right? What is it, if you know that the world is going to collapse and probably not recover, what are you going to do? What would you do before that happens? Let's, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure it's going to collapse, but let's just say it's going to collapse. Wait, hold on, it. hold on, hold on. So this is a hypothetical, right? Yeah, hypothetical. Like, it's, like, well, it's like, what are you going to do if you know you're going to die in six months? That's the second question. But the first question is, if you know the world's going to end basically as a going concern in two years, what are the things that you want to do first? Well, and how, like, am I going to die or am I just going to like, is no, it no, going like to be able, You won't be able to go anywhere. Like COVID. Yeah. It'll be like, it'll be, it'll be like COVID except it'll be kind of, you, you, you can't like all the things that you can do, all the like going to Disneyland in Tokyo or whatever, you know, all those things, you won't be able to do those anymore. So what do you, like, I want to go to Japan. Like okay. I, I want. That's, that's what you're getting at. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go to Japan. I John to, sits down and goes, "I want to go to Japan." Let me back into a question. Like John, you don't. The world doesn't need to end for you to go to Japan. You just need no, to no, stop. No, but these are things that I want. It's like an awful long way list. to, you know. My bucket list. It's your. What's your bucket list? Okay. If, if a, you're like, I thought you had a deep question about like how no. would you prepare for the end of the world? Which no, is you can't prepare. It's, it'll it'll sneak up on us and I I would hoard salt because. During the pandemic, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, we need salt. And then where does salt come from? And I don't know. I don't know where to get salt other than the supermarket. It's super important to curing food, which if you don't have electricity, you kind of need salt. And I'm like, I don't know where salt come from. I don't know where salt come from. I don't know where salt come from. I don't know where sugar come from. I mean, like, where you come from, sugar. But uh, bucket list. Yeah, I would go back to Japan in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. I want to go to Japan too. That's that. Maybe we should go go to Japan and do a show from Japan, <laughs> and have Kevin Smith pay for it. Yeah, just like the Today Show or something. Hey, dudes! Uh, booked a coach. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know Greyhound went to Tokyo. <laughs> it's uh, going to be on a boat, and none of you guys are going to sit together. So uh, have fun. <laughs> it's a carnival cruise. You guys got to perform. <laughs> Uh, I was just talking about it today to someone and I loved it. Tokyo was amazing. And then I liked Osaka so much because it's uh -huh. like, it's their Chicago. It's like a foodie town and all the comedians, they all come from Osaka. And when I was talking to some chef at a restaurant, he was like, Oh, you're up in Tokyo. Like they're all stuffy and whatever. Like it was the meat and potatoes kind of people which I loved mm -hmm. meeting after meeting Tokyoians who are kind of Parisian and fancy. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, later that night, I went out to an expat bar in like the nasty part of town where uh, literally my wife went to the bathroom and then a guy was like, you want to fuck someone? And I'm like, excuse me? And he had like a bunch of uh, sex workers, like just out there. Like, didn't Did you do my it? wife? Well, yeah, I, you know, I got a handy, but, but like yeah. my wife just walked into the bed. Well, like, she had her whole bathroom opera. So I figured yeah, she had like, time. <laughs> she's, she's going there with a candelabra. Oh, I'm so and, sorry. Uh, I hate saying that stuff about your wife. Your wife no, is so cool. She's very nice. I can't believe um, it. I'm so sorry. So I went to some like dive bar for expats in Osaka and because they had tacos and I was so sick of noodles and fish. I'm like, I want a taco. And I went there and it was like a pure punk rock dive bar. Everyone, it was just loud music and an American expat owned it. He'd lived there for 10 years. And I was like, I love Japan. I love this place. I said, what's it like living here? And he said, it's all right but I kind of miss sarcasm mm. and my whole world changed. And I realized they don't, they don't have sarcasm. So and everyone that, out there must've thought you were a fucking monster. Yes. <laughs> so either I would, they would be, I would be murdered within an hour of living there or I'd be a God. I don't know. But and John, you're from the New England area. Sarcasm is a sort of like, that's like air. Oh, you think? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you fucking think, do you? I mean, this is the sarcasm hour on Nooner. Yeah. So, so I, I just, on Smodcast. I just the, don't uh, think I connect with the people because I'm so sarcastic. Well, that's actually segues into another totally different topic that I was I because I, I, I just went to uh, England by way of Amsterdam, which doesn't make any sense. Sweet. <laughs> cool. But, but uh, past England to get to England. Yeah, exactly. I need to go to England and I can't spend more than $99. So (laughs) first I'm flying to Sydney, Australia. Then I'm flying to Amsterdam. My son, who shall we name nameless, um, (laughs) is uh, going to school in York, which is a small city that doesn't have an airport. The nearest airport is Leeds, which is about the size of Burbank. And uh, and then the next closest one is Manchester, which is about the size of Long Beach. Um, John Wayne uh, is no Long Beach is different Long Beach anyway <clears throat> so we we flew into the nearest <laughs> airport which was a mistake and what we're going to do next time is fly to London and then take you know three hour four hour train ride it'll be we'll get there faster and not have as many connections but is uh, this what I question the question so was I went to I went to Amsterdam and everybody everybody was so so nice so tall but so nice you know and it, I know that from my experience in the United States, that people are ultimately the same everywhere, you know, to to people that they know. But there's a way that people are to customers and to strangers that's very different. Because I was in Amsterdam and then I came back and I was in JFK. And the attitude, you know, when you go up to someone in Amsterdam, they say, oh, my gosh, it's so great to see you. Is there anything I can do for you? And you go up to someone in, in New York and they say, what the fuck is your problem? And it's like, well, I'd like to order lunch. Fuck. Can't you see I have better things to do? What do you what do I have to do to make you get out of my face? And so I was just wondering, like, if other places, uh, you know, like. Oh, there's no punchline. Okay. No, this this is a question. So you're just saying, like, you loved Amsterdam because people treated you how you thought you deserved. I just wanted to get sort of like, what are people like in in uh, in Colorado? White trash. They like white trash. I mean, like, how do they treat custom? Like, what do you, what do you expect when you go into uh, meth? 
Meh. Meth. 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 Oh, meth. You can get meth at Burger King from where I'm from in Colorado. <laughs> now, just imagine a, a, a New England person with an a- accent, uh, with a speech impediment, trying to say math. Meth. Meth. That was a long way to go for nothing. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. I do that all the time. Long, long day. Long day. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, people, people are nice other places. Okay, so that was that's a in question. the south. Was, they're nice. <laughs> oh my god, everything takes forever though. They're too nice. Yeah. Hey, how are you? How's how y'all your doing? Brother? I love that. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Oh my god, me too. Mm. I feel this way too. Do you have a baby? I have a baby. And how's your mom? Ugh, mine's dead. Anyways, that's like, and then you're like, can I have water, please? <laughs> very hot here water that reminds me of it's like it's it's like you know being in a herald every time that you go to the, the art of conversation is yeah. uh, has not died in the south yeah it's 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 like very sweet for a second and then like oh, in my experience of going to the south i'm like this is really charming and then like by day two i'm like let's go fuck Give me a fucking daiquiri that i can drink legally in my car please Jesus Christ. Got places to be. Yeah, it's not a place to go if you want to get anything done. It's no. The person I was talking to about today, uh, when I was telling him about Tokyo, I was also talking about how I went to Germany and found them to be like absolutely delightful. Germany? And, uh, yeah. And but the, they don't have any sense of humor in Germany. Uh, everyone that's well, like the hack joke, but I know they have comedians and he was this guy was telling me about a sketch show that he saw that was really funny so i don't think they have a good sense of humor but i think they have a sense of humor they're not all okay uh, caricatures but i I was just comparing both those countries who not too long ago were trying to invade us and rule the world and then they got kind of spanked and kind of reformatted their government and reformatted their society and they're like such better places now. Like you just yeah. walk around Germany, you're like, there was like a dude murdering people because of their ethnicity here. Not that long ago, like here, like this beautiful, these beautiful buildings and it's a beautiful country. And you're like, what the fuck was going on here? Yeah. How, how did it, how bad was it? And Japan, same thing. Like, wow, they're, they were real bad. They had to be bombed two times. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think about our country and we're like still fighting on Facebook, whether vaccines are treading on our liberty. And I'm like, yeah, I think someone needs to come fuck us up a little bit. Like how Germany and Japan kind of got spanked a little bit and like get, get shit together. That's enough. Hey, Japan, you don't need a military. Let's not you figure out like your economy and like a system. And look, they, both those countries have their problems, but Visiting them, I was like, these places are well run and people are nice and it kind of works. Yeah. For a hundred years ago, they were barbaric monsters. And I feel like we're heading towards being, hey, let's just, uh, let's grab my pants and hang them. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Why? What's that going to do? Joe Biden. Like, okay. I feel like Canada needs to roll some tanks in here. And just like smack us around a little and go, okay, uh, enough. Let's let's reorganize you. 
maybe Mexico from the from the bottom and Canada from the top will invade us and just kind of let's do a little reset. Yeah, you don't need a president for four years. Let's just let's figure some things out. Let's do a little focus group. <laughs> that sounds like a really good idea, Steve. And I think you've got it uh, planned out so that it'll work. So we no. should move to Europe. Oh, if no, Europe I think, would, I think just, just a quick war, just a quick, you know, like six year war where we get bombed to hell and uh, lot, lots of our population dies. Uh, and then I think we learned our lesson. I think so. I don't. Well, at least like, we will, guys. I, like you don't want to get killed. I feel no, like I just don't think we'll learn our lesson. Like, no, we won't. I was just thousand people fucking died in this yeah. country like last year. Fucking real. And no, but I, I feel like walking around Berlin, I was like, wow, they really are like horrified at how they acted 100 years ago. Like yeah. the amount of like museums and honoring what they did. And they leave up certain things as like a testament, like we cannot fucking do this again. You know, there's this I went to Dresden, which is a beautiful city. And, you know, they got their shit kicked out of them and they weren't like Nazi Nazis. They were like, OK, Hitler, you do your thing. We're over here this beautiful city and they just got destroyed and they yep. left like part of this column of a cathedral it's just still damaged from the bombing as a like remember remember how fucked up we were like do not let yep. this happen again and there, yeah there's just something about getting your ass kicked that makes you kind of go yeah we're we're sorry we were well but like could- i there's too much american exceptionalism present for us ever to believe that we got our asses kicked it's and we it's- it's not it's not only that, but it's also that the, the uh, World War Two is the um, exception. Almost every other every other war in the history of humankind, whoever lost did not go. You know, you guys were right. We were wrong. You were right. They just go, oh, you guys won. And you know why? I mean, the Germans did this after World War Two, after World War One, they said, you know why you won? Because the Jews betrayed us and the international bankers betrayed us. And we're going to talk about that, just like Trump's talking about how he actually won for decades until Hitler comes along and takes that big lie and turns it into the Nazi party. And so it's really remarkable because you want to look at like, what did we, the people who won the West, um, the allies, what did we do? The Marshall Plan and rebuilding Japan were a big part of why the Germans and the Japanese really just went, oh, yeah, our bad, and completely changed their attitude toward, I mean, everything. I mean, the, the, the both of them are anti-military to the core now, and they're both, you know, very militaristic. And, the, to, you know, to Cassandra's example, like, we did have a war here that was one of the bloodiest wars in history. The Civil War killed, you know, hundreds of thousands of Americans. The South got completely demolished and ruined and destroyed. And their attitude but is... don't tell well, them that. Yeah, the South will rise again. It's like, what the fuck? You know, you mm. ugh, stubborn, stubborn-ass people. It's, it's that it's the American exceptionalism. It's that we're taught that we're the best country in the world, even when we're not. Yeah, our marketing and, uh, is really on point. Uh huh. And um, I tell you what, we are feeling just how dirty and bad the American way and capitalism is like 
now more than ever, I think. Yeah, I think this IATSE thing and the Uber thing and the whole kind of labor versus management, which kind of was big for a while and then unions came along and then there was kind of like, I, I, I don't have my history like straight in my head, but it, it kind of, the 80s seemed to make it all go away and everyone's just making money and just fuck off. We're all getting rich. But now it seems so imbalanced that I think like going forward, we're going to have all these kinds of like weird strikes and all the truckers are going to go like, nope, we're not being replaced by automated cars. We're going to block the roads. And there's going to be like all this unrest because not only is all the money shifting upwards, but there's all this innovation coming. That's like, oh yeah, your job can be done by a computer. Bye. Your job can be done by a computer. You haven't gotten a substantial and, like matching inflation raise for probably your entire working life, depending on how old you are. And also your rent is higher than you can afford. Yeah. So thanks a lot, America, because it just came out this week in like those new Panama papers, like all these zillionaires from around the world are hiding their money in American real estate. They're buying a hundred million dollars worth of Malibu homes. So this inflated market is because hey we're we're anything's for sale here in america you know and have you tried to buy property in another country like i i own property in mexico but it all reverts back to the country after a certain number of years so you don't own it anymore you can't i can't go buy property in mexico as an american citizen you can't buy property in australia they're like you can't buy property in greece nope but america is like Come on in. You got money? Let's go. And so it's like all this wealth is going. Why? We do a show without Marty and we end up talking like Marty talking points. Oh, my God. Let's go back to pooping. Well, I I, I think that this is like, yes, everyone is going to be in the gig economy and everyone is going to be like the phones are tracking you and making sure you're working. And there's just going to be this pushback at a certain point. Yeah. I mean, you saw it a little bit too, even when like fast food restaurants were like having to offer incentives for people to even come and work for them mm-hmm. because it's like, why, why the fuck we, we just starved for however long, or we had to rely on the government to give us this unemployment if we were lucky enough to get it. Like, and you want me to go back to risking my safety with COVID and to work these shitty hours and to make shitty money to do a shitty job. Like no. I have a very easy because fix for also that. like, huh? I, I'm so sick of, uh, what are they called? Old people, people who are retired, who seem to watch a lot of, uh, cable news and yeah. uh, they're very anti-socialist for some reason, even though they're getting a check from the government and their medical insurance is paid. So yeah. A, my first rule would be uh, you're retired. You're done voting. Go away. You're not the future. Bye-bye. Absolutely. See you. I, I, you. I agree a thousand percent. That's one of my most controversial opinions. I know. Uh, you, you've done great. And here's a check every month. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get your health care covered. But um, bye-bye. Fuck off. If they didn't exactly. vote, they, that check would go away. Exactly. I'm just saying. And so maybe. number two maybe is. Not. Oh, maybe not. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll treat them no, no, better but, than but, they but, treated but, us. Here's number two. Okay. Checks uh, go oh, away anyways. You, you, like that, you like that check every month, right? And you like the free health care? Great. 
head over to Wendy's. You're working 20 hours this week. And think of the fucking hipster millennials who would line up at a Wendy's that's run by all 80-year-olds who don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> the shake machines doing the thing again. You're like, you never get your food. It's fucking horrible. It's either frozen or overcooked. But you got to go to this place. It's just all old people who are just getting their check. You got to put 20 weeks, 20 hours a week in, and we would solve the fast food, you know, labor shortage. And it would be hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. You know what happened to me um, earlier last week? I had to sit in a uh, meeting where we were told the amazing growth um, that a specific streaming company that may or may not be associated with a mouse um, has felt, you know, in the pandemic and shown all these graphs about all these upward charts and said, thank you for all your hard work. We couldn't, this couldn't have happened without all your hard work. And all I thought was my paycheck's not doing that. In fact, everything that I do to earn my paycheck is worse because we have to hit the deadlines of this mouse. Um, it's not worth it to me to work for the mouse. And I don't care about your thank yous. I would like money. From, but instead, all of the big, the big rich people who work for the mouse and the mouse themselves gets the money. And we just sort of work and work yeah, and you work. have the pleasure of you have the pleasure of having toiled for someone else's gains they said hey by the way it's going to premiere if you want to watch it we're not going to give you the streaming service for free you got to pay for that shit on your own but if you want to see all your hard work in action your name's not in the credits but if you want to see all your hard work in action subscribe to subscribe to the mouse and watch it again without yeah you yeah, the, the Apple movie that's $200 million that they got to make the banana crew work movie, for lunch. Banana the banana movie, sorry. <laughs> and, you know, it, that's because the, the money is rolling to the top. It's like, well, who cares? It's fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, he gets $20 million. Like, he doesn't give part of his paycheck back. And he's, you know, look, he's he asked for it and they paid him. Good for him. It's good work if you can get it. It's about six or seven people on earth that make that much money to go put makeup on and the wig and talk in front of cameras. But it's just, it's not equitable. Like it's not, you know, IATSE is going to go on strike and they're going to get a little bit of this, but all these producers are like, we got to keep making, you know, it's that gross. Like you have to constantly make more than you did the previous quarter. And they're going to be like, can we shoot movies? in Africa with, you know, non-union untrained people and just put the, you know, like, is, is there a cheaper method? Well, they're trying to do that in other States. And then they're like, Oh, right. Everyone in Albuquerque and Atlanta aren't as good as the people in LA. So we probably, yeah, this is like a, an ongoing, like runaway production thing. You know uh, we, we had a governor of the state who happened to be from the motion picture industry at one point, And he watched all of the production go away. You know, and went all we went to New Orleans, and uh, and went to Atlanta. So I, I just don't watch TV and don't listen to music, and just give influencers your money. No. Oh wait, don't no, don't do any of that. 
No, it, that's it. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. All I know is that it can't, it's not going to, can't be sustainable for much longer. No. no. And I'm, uh, I'm really annoyed at my liberal friends who are all, they're always like, you got to vote for a Democrat. And I was like, I'm voting for someone who wants to start a universal basic income. Ooh, and I noticed uh, Andrew Yang left the Democratic Party. And I'm like, I'm, I'm with wherever he fucking goes because people listen to him. And it's like, that's a huge solve. Cures a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to fucking vote out Eric Garcetti when I get the chance. Even that recall knew something. I obviously, you know, I voted to keep him. But like, I don't know if I would have had some options that felt like I wasn't going to end up with some Republican psychopath as our uh, governor for like a year. I might have done some more research and reconsidered, but I was like, whatever, it's another year. But like, I want to hear some big I'm tired. ideas. I'm tired I want of- to hear, I don't want to hear now oh, the part this part of the Democratic Party doesn't get along with Joe Bitch and, and some other woman who's from some place that I don't care about. Like, I, I don't care. Like, fuck off. Like, give me a big idea. Solve a huge problem. Solve yeah. fucking something. Yeah. Like, something. It's hard. It's hard to just keep voting along party lines because I feel like my other option is evil with some of their, you know, views. But at the same time, it's like, well, if everyone sucks, then I would like to vote for whoever's going to influence my day to day life. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, and I think like not to get in the political weed. Poor Marty. I know. He's like, you he guys would are talking. Love this. I know. I hope you're listening, Marty. God, he would love this. We're not even being funny. No, this is like a real, 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 ch- real fireside chat. Oh my God. And all those people who turned it off after five minutes of us just figuring out if John's internet was going to work. Miss they're it. missing this too. So, uh, uh, yeah, like, so I, it's down I, to like one person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, thanks for listening, Tyson. Thank you, Tyson. Um, like, I don't know how I feel about immigration. Like, I, I'm no, nah, but like, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not going to say crazy things. Like, everyone must be led in the country. And I'm not going to be like a crazy, they're sending over drug dealers from Mexico. But like, there was an opportunity to have a discussion about like, okay, why do we let people in this country? Okay, well, we're exploiting some of them for this. And maybe we should, you know, even George Bush II was like, okay, I want a worker program. Like, we need outside labor and maybe but maybe we should talk a little bit about like well why are we letting people who don't live here buy property like there there could have been like an adult conversation about like who gets in why you know and i feel like dr trump oh wait does he have a phd i think he does sure yeah he does i he you know from trump Trump university University. oh same joke good job you know he's a phd in steak (laughs) <laughs> I minored in Bernays. So yeah. he, uh, like he, okay. So he wins off of this stupid, like we're going to build a wall. And he, there was an opportunity to like have a discussion and maybe like figure some things out. Cause you know, I, I, I don't but know how I feel about it. No, but th- that's that, uh, that, no that right there is the ultimate problem with American politics is that there's no upside to being reasonable and having a discussion. Also, like you don't need to build a wall. You just need to not not build a wall. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like he won by 
saying he was going to build the wall. And then if he doesn't get to build the wall, he can just point the finger at why, even right. though yes. it never, ever, what, ever was reasonable to build right. it in the first place. And so that's what, like, that's the inside baseball. Like they should have just said, here's the money, go build your wall, like have fun. But because of the, the system, they're like, no, we can't do that. Cause then he's got to win. And we're two years away from a midterm. And like, yeah, a wall isn't going to stop people. So if he wants to build a wall and the, the media, which is a little left-leaning, was just like, oh my God, there's children in cages and wall. And I'm like, yeah, it's all awful. But also, what's going on in Zaire? Because I'm sure there's other places to point your cameras at just abject human misery. Like, the world is a fucking horrible place. But they just like this narrative of like, he's this monster, Dr. Trump. And he's just, he wants to fire Latinos in a catapult back over the wall. Like, like both sides didn't sit down and go, okay, cool. Well, you won. Let's, let's figure out, like, let's have a discussion. Let's spend right. a year talking about it. And I'll, I'll listen to a conservative's point of view. Maybe they know something I don't. Mm-hmm. And I'll listen to a very progressive liberal, but like, I don't like, it's a, it's a big thing to talk about. It's not it, just like let everyone in or shut the border, but yeah. that's what it became. And it's, it's fucked up. You know, they solve it is term limits. They would be forced to talk about things if they had nothing to lose. They might actually be able to like get into government for a good reason. Also, another thing I want to change is um, you have to be 35 to be president. Yeah. And at 70, you're done. Doesn't matter if you just got elected. 100%. Goodbye. Go go play golf. Absolutely not. No voting rights either. Yeah, you can't vote. Shut the fuck up. You're going to Tucson. Have fun. Enjoy paint, Arizona. Paint, paint oh. rocks or whatever. Do make some quilt art, junk art. Yeah. So like I, you know, I I I hear all these podcasts and they're just talking about, you know, those Haitian refugees and how guys were whipping them on horses. And I'm like, did they? Did they really? And then you you go a little deeper and you're like, that's not really what happened. And it's the media is a big part of the problem because it's binary. Like you either have to be anti-immigrants or pro-immigrants and it's like mm-hmm. yeah well, I, i'm i i'm open i i'm not anti or pro anything like i just want to I, I want like a good idea that's like it's weird to say but like george bush jr had a really good idea with a worker program like mm-hmm. yeah we need these people you know that fucking food you just ate it's expensive and if you, you pay know, you know uh, what i would i would i was thinking about this when we were having that crisis down in uh, with the the haitian immigrants under that bridge and uh, there, uh, some some uh, INS spokesperson was uh, saying, making a statement to the press, and I was thinking that must be a, the worst of of bad jobs to be an immigration INS spokesperson when you know you're supposed to go up and sound like you know what's going to happen when in fact the directive that you're getting from like every level is probably slightly different and at the very top they're like i don't i don't what we need to i don't know i and you're sitting there with basically a a crisis of of thousands of people who have no place to go and we have a sort of have an obligation to take care of them or do something with them they can't just sit here forever right and you're just like and you're in charge except you're not in charge because we don't have a coherent like policy to cover this particular situation and there's no like our leadership is just like whatever you know like they're they 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 they, every we have we have a hundred senators and um 
468 representatives and all these people. I mean, the, the American government is the largest organization that's ever existed, right? And they all just spend all their time cutting each other down. And it's, it's like high school. It's like, well, it's sort of, you're supposed it, to be running this, this gigantic country. Yeah, like, I, look, I didn't like Trump, but I was like, okay, buddy, you're in charge, run it. And he just kept running for president rather than like, no, yeah. all right. I'm and it's sort of like what Cassandra said, where term limits would really help in this, the, the Senate and Congress. Mm. But there's something about the four years for the president. And then, of course, two years in, there's a midterm. So they're always like running. Yeah. Presidents can't do anything. I don't even know why we have one. Like, 100%. for real. Like, they can't do anything until the last two years of their presidency. And then they can maybe do something. But, yeah, no, the first four years, they spend the first two years making sure that they don't buck up hard enough, that we, they don't, that they lose control of the Senate and the House. And then the second two years, they're just running for president again. And then, yeah, their second term, it's just the same shit. Like, there's literally no reason for them to exist other than yeah, to, I would be like, like this okay. divisive like main person to say well fuck but you. we like I, I would that. I would say six years and you don't get to run and like here you go you have six years it just like it's four years doesn't seem like long enough and then there's no there's no second term just here's six go nuts oh so here but here's the, here's the here's the problem with term limits and we have it here in in California and what ha- happened with term limits is people don't aren't in government long enough to figure out how it works. And so the, the elected uh, representatives uh, basically start basically getting pushed around by the lobbyists who are there and know everything because they just show up for, you know, at, at the most like eight years and there's no, nobody can establish a power base. Nobody can, you know, figure out stuff. Yeah, but I don't so, want someone to know how government works, like how Mitch McConnell knows it works. No, I know, but would you, I'd rather have uh, Mitch McConnell know how it works and he's out front and was elected by the people of Kentucky rather than the the secret lobbyist who's actually pulling all the strings, who's behind the scenes and we don't know who he is. That's, that's, that's the downside. Uh, that's just the downside of, of term limits. It's not- I just feel like, I mean, I get it and you're probably right to an extent, depending on who it is, but like six years seems long enough that if you're passionate enough about politics, you might be able to hold on to your integrity that long, you know, like, unless you're just getting into politics for the money. Like, I feel like if you're, if you know that this is an exploding offer, I have 12 years tops. Maybe I can get reelected once. You're not thinking about elections all the time. You're just thinking about making the most of your time. I don't know. But then maybe. also, maybe no one would do it anymore because you can't make a lifelong career out of it. Well, that's yeah, that's another problem. It, we ha- the thing is, we have these term limits here, and then you have like all of the uh, city councilmen become county assemblymen, and then they move into the state. And then he, like Mark Ridley Thomas, for example. I don't. I'm not sure what his current position is, but I know he represents some area around me, and he has for like the past forty years. In some, even though there's term limits, he goes over to the county and he comes back to the city and then he goes to the state and then he comes back to the city and he goes to the county, you know, so. All of our city people are clowns too. You know that there was a a encampment under one of the freeways around me and I was like, wow, this is 
really bad. This is one of the worst ones I've seen. And then like three weeks later, I drove by and I was like, oh, it's gone. Oh, they must have moved them or what What happened? And I just found out it was like there was just a fire. And then that oh, was why they, why they got moved out is because that really bad encampment was just on fire. And then whatever was left of it was just moved to another parking lot that used to be a Hollywood bowl parking lot, but like literally looks like fucking Mad Max now. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Like it's definitely an indicator, like to what I said before, how there's going to be this real power struggle because there are people in California who are getting really, really rich really quickly, like up in Northern California. We, we all know what they do. And it, it just happened so fast. Like if you think about social media, it's about 10 years old. Yeah. Right. 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2006 was this, this is the iPhone. Yeah. I had a MySpace in like 20, 2004, maybe 2005. And so, yeah, like social media slash the smartphone revolutionized everything. Television will be gone in 25 years. It'll all be on your phone or your computer. Uber would not have been doable. You can meet people and marry them through your phone. You can buy stocks where you're taking a shit. Um, like that's been 10 years and the systems have not had a chance to like correct, you know, like, cause there's Mitch McConnell and all those youthful dusty old fuckers who are just like, and even, you know, I, and I get mad at Bernie Sanders cause he just endlessly talks about paying for college. And I'm like, I, I don't agree with that. Like, I don't think everyone should go to college. I think that's from his era. And he remembers when he was in his twenties, 5,000 years ago and college has changed. And the fact that you can teach yourself to do things with your computer or your phone, like, no, you, like I want someone young to shape the future, not some old guy going, the GI bill is how I went to university or whatever, like whatever. And I don't know, like it's, just like look at homelessness in LA. It is exploded. I don't it's know. So bad. And it's cra- It's like, but this, but people f- from the Middle East are buying a hundred million dollars worth of mansions in Malibu. Like there's so much money here. And how come it's not flowing to people? How come there aren't jobs? How come, you know, Wendy's has a sign. Every fucking fast food place in LA has a sign. Like we're hiring, you know, like, I, there's the the system is stuck like gears are not turning correctly it's yep. that's it's what i'm saying it's not sustainable you what are you gonna do you're gonna let li, are you gonna let fucking la become like parts of india where it's the really really rich and then everyone else is in shanty towns like i don't it's I just remember walking through Shanghai and Shanghai blows any city away in America. It's like insane. It's so big and there's so much money there. And it was like fashion week and I'm walking, I'm like, Oh my God, that's a famous person. And there's models and the money and the like, Oh yeah, it's just a 10 cylinder VW uh, five door car that they don't make for America. Like what does it get per gallon? Like about a couple, two, three miles. Like there's just so much wealth there. And then I took a, uh, like went down an alleyway and there's like someone with an adult diaper store. That's just one of those garage doors that opens up like that. It's a windowless concrete box. And that's like, that's their living. And I'm like, but I just saw David Lynch. He was walking around with a bunch of models. And then this person is just selling 
adult diapers, like just a block away. And I think if China is letting that happen, it's going right. to happen here. Right. There, there's going to be people, uh, there's going to be a homeless encampment outside of Netflix, right. which is a billion dollar company. That there already is. Yeah. yeah. Like, isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. Like it's, the people who like watch Netflix, like, oh, it must be this fancy place. I, I don't know what the the, uh, the Silicon Valley ones like, but the one in Hollywood, it's like you can see tents along the one on one on ramp. The ass crack of Hollywood, like it's right on the freeway where there's tents everywhere. But if you're in a high enough floor, you can't see them. Well, this has been this has been the Nooner Comedy Podcast. <laughs> I can't Thank even believe what we Thank have talked for, about for over an hour. Thank you, you all for tuning Fuck in. Fuck you. This is what happens when we, you don't we, show up. We uh, made your day, made you weak with the with the funny, and um, uh, I blacked out. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Did, did we talk about poop at least? <laughs> we did. We did. We got a good amount in there. We did talk about poop. We didn't talk about cum, so that's a missing. I think that's that's all right. Uh, no, it's, it's kind of our our brand. We always talk about poop and. Cum. Hey, John, you're you're old, right? Uh, yeah, I am. And have you ever uh jacked off and then you just like halfway through it, you're like, uh, no. I don't want to admit it. <laughs> that happened but, to me. Yes, I have. Recently, and I'm like, it's like, oh, this oh. is too much work. You have to be old for that. Sometimes it's just like boring. I. I <laughs> I'm so good at it. For no, so but I, long. I can. I think it happens to women because I think you know you're not just not as driven as. Uh, as yeah, a, I, women. We, women have no drive. Well, no, it's not. It's just that men go insane around the age of fourteen, and we ne- we don't get over it until we're fifty six. I got over it early. I was just like, eh, what am I doing? I, I could be eating. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do Wipe it right, you can do like, it at yeah. the same time. What am I got? This tissue is not. Eh, it can go back in the thing. It'll be fine. If that box. If that box. If that box. Been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>